Oh, yeah. And then my mom yesterday. <laughs> yeah, your mom. My mom freaking oh, fell off mom. a ladder and, like, glo- broke the fixture on the light, you know? Oh. Yeah, and it shattered, and she fell on it, and she, oh. like, literally sliced her arm oh, open. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Because I remember I was getting back from my grandparents. Because Oh, yeah, both my grandparents are in the hospital because of COVID, by the Ooh. way. They're coughing up blood. It's fine. I think they'll be fine. And if they're not, I'll go to the funeral. Uh, so... But you called me on the way back, and I honestly was kind of glad that we weren't. I mean, not that your mom was hurt. That sounds yeah. <laughs> Screw Sydney. But like. Cindy. Cynthia. What's her name? Cindy. What did I say? Sydney. <laughs> oh, I was close. I knew it was with a C, okay? Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was kind of glad that we weren't recording because I wasn't really feeling it yesterday. I was just like, I want to sit here and watch all of Mob Psycho, which is what I did. Yeah, I spent four hours at the emergency room. Just for stitches? Why did you have to stay there the whole time with her? Well, it's not like she could fucking drive herself. Why didn't you just leave until she called you that she was done? Wow. You can tell what type of caregiver I'm going to be. Yeah. (laughs) I pray for your parents. What? I pray for your parents. They're not calling me. They're going to call my other brothers. Noah's most likely to come down from Indiana. I pray for your significant other. Let me put it that way. That's fair. And considering they're most likely to have some medical issues, I'm not. Yeah. No, no, no. When it comes to someone I care Honey, about. Honey, you just go on it. I'll be back. You call me when you're ready. You call me when you're ready. <laughs> Good luck with the cancer. <laughs> everyone and welcome back to another episode of bingers anime edition as always i'm your host mo and i'm maddie and this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes for our fellow weebs out there so mo what do you get to see today what <laughs> <laughs> that didn't that didn't that didn't land at all did it no. <laughs> i was gonna i was hoping you'd be like oh i get to see your face today in person oh. <laughs> but you're just like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, woohoo, we're back together in person. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Mo. I feel so long. Well, listen, we've been sitting here talking now for like how long that it's kind of, I'm kind of like mute to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, the luster lasted five minutes. Yeah, the, it was like, oh, cool, see you. And now we're, we're on to different things, bigger, better things. I feel so loved and wanted. Yes. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're in person briefly because I had a lot of crap going on this last week while I was in Stillwater and I needed to get out of town. So Mo and I are recording in person. Yeah. So uh, you're welcome. Yeah. It's probably better audio this time. It's probably much better flow as well. And it's going to be so much easier for me to edit. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> last week I had seven different files I had to edit together. <laughs> last week was rough. rough. Internet was not having it. Yes. Um, but yes, so it's good to see you again in person, Mo. Yes, it really is. But how, I know. I know. It's good to be. I'm, it's so great. But how has your week been? Um, I really haven't had like a whole lot going on, like <laughs> except for like my phone crapping out and me being like two week two hours late <laughs> for oh. um oh. my rotation on Friday. Oh, that's good. Getting a call from the program director, like, uh, 
Molly, where are you? And you're like, I, shit. Yeah, it's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I am speeding at the fastest light. I'm going 90 down 75. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to like, get there. I'll be there shortly. Yeah. Do you um, get in trouble for anything like that? or? Yeah, if I do it too much. Have you done it a lot? I mean, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was late one Friday because of the same thing. My alarm's not going off. So I'm getting a new phone tomorrow. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So do you have a good reputation at at the program or are they actually, are, are really you known as forgetful do. Molly now? No, I actually really do. Like a lot of people like me, so Oh, that's good. Yeah, like I got there like on Friday and stuff and they oh, were that's, telling that's kind me of surprising. and they were like, "Oh, like don't worry about it. It happens to everyone." blah blah blah. Like, that's you know, good. because I get to, I get there and I just start getting to work and it kind of like all goes away. Like nobody realizes. Says anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you have a decent, like, it's, it sounds like a good environment you're working in. Yeah, it really is. It's not like Grey's Anatomy cutthroat shit. Yeah, we're all not just have, like, having sex in, like, on top of the <laughs> instruments or anything. So, you know. I, I saw, I was like, why the freak are you bringing that up? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand, because Grey's Anatomy. What? Having sex in the blood bank room. <laughs> yeah, Mo, what the heck? And dropping blood? Yeah. Or dropping someone's kidney because you're having sex in the operating room? Yeah. Honestly, why else would you become a doctor? I don't know, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know, bro. So, I'll make sure to write that down. Mo is not having sex in the hospital. Yes. You can be thankful that um, my undivided attention is on your health care and not getting off. <laughs> well, I'll make sure to let you get my blood if I ever have to run any tests on it. I will not take your blood. I do not want to take your blood. I do not want to be a phlebotomist. <laughs> okay, fine. Whenever uh, I send, I need my blood tested, I'll make sure it goes to your lab. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's our lives in general. Uh, we really have no updates, do we, that we can talk about on the podcast. We have a lot of updates in our personal lives that we are not sharing on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Oh, shit. That's our, our... Oh, it's not that bad. I mean... Okay, that's gnarly. Actually, now that I look at it again, that's kind of gross. Get that get that shit away from me, Mo. Not cute, not cute, not cute. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, I started using that expression a lot. Not uh, cute, not cute, not cute. Not cute. Because I listen to this podcast, and that's why we drink. Shout out. Y'all are amazing. They don't listen to this. Uh, and if they do, that I would be shocked. Because uh, they do true crime, so I don't know why they would listen to this. But every time, you know, someone does a, a crime or a murder or something and they do something kind of suspicious during the investigation, they're like, mm, that's not a cute look. And so since I've been binging them, every single time someone does something that's kind of sus, I'm like, mm, not a cute mm-hmm. look, not a cute look. And they're like, thanks. And I'm like, OK, never mind. Let me just go. Yeah, that I think that sums up our lives right now, doesn't it? Yeah, we don't really have a whole lot to talk about. We're working, going to school, dying, and having emotional distress. Yes. I did definitely get emotional. I was in emotional distress all this week, though. Yeah. No, I feel you. Like, I honestly feel like socially and emotionally, I was very much drained. Oh, I was week. at my limit. So, like, yesterday being completely by myself all day was super nice. And I went to Hobby Lobby and bought stuff. Wish I, I could have done that. What? Wish I could have done Been that. by yourself and yes. said you were at the hospital. It's fine. I have to learn. I have a chapter exam this week for um, my Japanese course. I have to talk. I have to talk about myself for twenty-five sentences in a video. I don't even know how to introduce myself, so it's gonna be rough. And I have to talk about three other people. 
So I'm going to talk about my Nichon. <laughs> my Nichon? Nichon. And my, I don't know how to say mother or father. So Oma. Oma. I, wait, hold on. Is that Japanese? That sounds like Dutch, but that's fine. Oma. No, I think that was Korean. <laughs> yeah. We're doing Oma, great. Opa. Opa. Yeah, I think that's Korean. <laughs> In Dutch, it's Oma and Opa for grandma and grandpa. So, really? Yeah. Oma. Uh, I, dude, I literally sit in that class, and I'm like, I know three other languages, and I have no idea what's going on in this class, and it's really disappointing. But I have very much noticed that when I'm watching Mob Psycho, I understand when they're asking questions, when they're stating something about themselves. I understand non is um pretty much just like a particular that you add to just continue modifying stuff. So like if you're going to say like my sister's friends, mother's brother's sister, you would say like sister non, brother non, <laughs> and just keep going. And I thought that was funny. So now I identify that. I think somebody knocked at the door. Wait, really? Yeah, I think I heard. Update. Pretty sure Todd Habercorn has returned. Yes. To our house again. Todd Habercorn. Uh, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Ever since we've moved out of this apart- this recording sp- location, the Todd Habercorn fan club has kind of died down, hasn't it? I know, right? Yeah. <gasps> Wait, no, I have an update. I think Todd showed back up to my house in, Bar- in Stillwater. No. Yes. I got updates, y'all. I got updates. So I'm chilling at my house. It's like a, a Wednesday night, you know, as you or Thursday night. I don't know. I'm like sitting there. So my roommates are kind of loud. They're great, but they're loud, and you know how light a sleeper I am, so I'm sleeping with earplugs. And then I hear someone yell at me saying, get up. And I was like... Dude, you're having sleep paralysis. I got... I hadn't fallen asleep yet. Like, I was falling asleep, but you I hadn't gone to sleep. You were having sleep paralysis. So I got up, and I was kind of like, hello? Hello? I should have said Todd Habercourt, but I didn't. Missed opportunity. This week, I will. And I shined my light around, didn't hear anything. So I texted my roommates. I'm like, hey, did anyone come to my door and just yell, get up? And they're like, no, no one would do that, Maddie. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, whatever. So I like left and went, you know, went to class the next day, came back. And when I came back on um, Friday, I come into my room and all my light, like all my lights are on. So like my AOT little light and my salt lamp and both my lamps, which I never turn on. It wouldn't make sense why I would turn on. I didn't that morning. Like I leave the windows open for my plant. So it doesn't make sense. And I was like, so I texted my roommates and asked them all individually, like, did anyone go to my room earlier to, like, get tape? And they turned on my AOT thing. They're like, no, no one went in there. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Ha, 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 ha. Friday night, it was Saturday night, I think, I there's a text in the group message, like, hey, who's yelling? And they're like, I think it's Holden, like, one of my roommates who's above me. They're like, I think he's yelling at something. And, every, and Holden's like, no, I didn't yell anything. And everyone's like, none of us are home. And everybody's like, I definitely heard someone yell, like, something downstairs or, like, in that side of the house, which was probably my room. So I think Todd Habercorn has shown up at my house, y'all. You need to talk to your roommates about Todd Habercorn. I mean, I kind of mentioned to him, like, yeah, I have weird things happen sometimes. Because one time I was on the phone with one of my roommates, Aaron, while all this weird stuff was happening in my house in Stillwater. But what I've noticed is weird things will happen when I'm most emotionally distressed or stressed out about something. That's when ghosts like to do shit, dude, yeah. because so, you're vulnerable. Yeah. And so I really do think that that's – I think it was my anxiety and stress manifesting in a physical form, which is possible for people that are fairly spiritual. And I am fairly spiritual and have had weird experiences in the past. Uh, that is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So I know when I'm stressed because Todd Habercorn shows up. 
it's fine. And it happened yesterday too. When we I should was make here. like a Halloween shirt that's like the Todd Habercorn fan club. Dude, you know how long we've been saying we're making fucking merch. I know. <laughs> we're gonna do it. We have to. Whoa, this is your assignment this week. Yes. I'll see. I'll do the logistics to calculate how much it'll be. Even if we just have to buy merch for just us to wear. I don't care. I'll do it. I'm sure someone will buy buy something. Also, I definitely have a couple friends that have been listening to the podcast, and they know you. And they're like, I kind of want to go up to her sometime and just say something like, yeah, you know, I'm a horny virgin, too, and just walk away. I'm a horny virgin, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, have you have you have you left the world now? <laughs> uh, no, I've found my people. <laughs> I found my people. <laughs> I know, dude. It's just like they said that they're like, yeah, I kind of want to go up to her and be like, because because it's Spencer specifically. He's like, yeah, the one time I mentioned to her, like, oh yeah, like I listened to podcasts. You got like super weird about it, and so me, yeah, like you guys started panicking because it's like the first five episodes or something else. So it's like the very beginning of our adventure uh-huh. and at that time we were pretty reserved about what we were saying and now we talk about i don't really give a shit about what i talk <laughs> y'all y'all listen to this crap we've been rambling for what 20 minutes again over what we thought had no updates in our lives and so here we are still it's just spencer just wants to come up to me and say oh i'm a horny virgin too and just walk away <laughs> <laughs> yep pretty much yep he's great they're all great and then, like, a couple of the pledges have started listening to podcasts, and I'm just like, I told them, like, be warned. It is explicit. <laughs> it is explicit. They're like, I'm cool with that. Well, they're definitely fine, because I got added to a Discord group of a couple of them. Oh, my gosh. It was some of the most vulgar crap I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Imagine someone putting pushpins in their vagina, and that's kind of <gasps> the stuff that was being posted in it. No. Or, like, needles being put uh, stabbed through someone's testicles. Yeah, I literally was like in there for. I like scrolled through things. I'm like, okay, furry stuff, furry stuff, cool, cool, cool. Like, <laughs> whatever, stuff, animated stuff, cool, cool, cool. Hentai, cool. I'm like, oh, oh, level six now. Level six is not cute. Level one, no, level six was bad. So I left the group pretty fast. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Because they weren't part of the group. They didn't post anything in, but they got randomly added to it by accident. And so they added all their other friends. And it was just like, it's not cute. It was quite. Are you okay? Yeah, I don't like that noise. That sound? Yeah. It's my toe. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Todd Hapricorn. Todd. Todd, is that you? Uh, he makes a new appearance. He's been I angry. I think I'm just so like stressed out right now. <laughs> What'd you say? I think I'm just so stressed out right now. You're, you're now manifesting Todd. Oh my God, Mo. What are we doing to ourselves? This is what happens. This is why we moved to Zoom. The real reason. <laughs> All right. Oh. Anyway, we should really get it to the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mo, what are we doing this week? So, I know last week, guys, that we said that we were going to try to do ghost stories. Well, sad news. One of our friends got COVID. So. Rephrase. Not my friend. Well, a friend of a friend he got COVID. He puked on my carpet. He's not my friend A friend anymore. of a friend got COVID, and so our friends... in. They're living with him, and so they got quarantined, and so, you know, a whole bunch yeah, of so stuff. Yeah, so we didn't do D&D. Um, so anything. we weren't able to watch Ghost Stories so we could review it. So, But we thought since the first day of fall was 
this last week, we thought it would be great to go ahead and announce some of the upcoming animes yep. that we are excited for. Yep. And especially since technically the fall season doesn't start till October for anime, it'll be perfect. This will come out like a couple days before the animes are released. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty much we're just giving our thoughts and impressions, and we'll read some of the synopsises of these anime are coming. We were going to try to restrict to like 10 that we're like kind of talking about, but now it's like 15. Uh, and we'll see how long this we'll is see getting. We'll how long this gets, and we might just be like, yeah, you know. So um, I don't think it'll take super long. It's just, you know, reading a synopsis, which usually only takes us like five minutes. Yeah. So uh, there, this is not in any particular order. This is purely just to talk about. So, Mo, would you like to start or would you like me to start? You go ahead. All right. So the first anime that we are going to discuss that's coming out this new season is called Blue Period which is a drama school seen in Slice of Life um, that is being produced by uh, Seven Arcs, and it's based off of a manga. It's going to be... Well, it's actually already airing. Uh, <laughs> it started airing on the 25th of September. So, But pretty much this anime, the, the synopsis I'm going to read for you is second year high... I'm also just reading the synopsis from Mal because I... I don't have any idea what's going on. So thank you, Mal. Please sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mal. Please sponsor us. <laughs> but second year high school student Yatoro Yajuchi, I don't know, is bored with his normal life. He studies well and plays around with his friends. But in truth, he does not enjoy either of those activities. Bound by norms, he secretly envies those who do things differently. That is until he discovers the joy of drawing. When he sees a painting made by a member of the art club, Yatoro becomes fascinated with the colors used in it. Later, in an art exercise, he tries to convey his language without words, but instead through painting. After this experience, Yatro finds himself so in so invested in art that he decides that it is what he wants to do with it for a living. But there, is, but there stands multiple obstacles in his way. His parents, who are hesitant over his unique choice, his more experienced peers, and the study of a subject much deeper than he initially expected. Yeah, pretty much this kid finds art shit and he wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I watched the trailer for it and it seemed actually pretty interesting. You know, like, mm -hmm. uh, did you see the trailer for it? No. It's pretty. It's very pretty. Like, it's mm -hmm. a very unique art style. And um, it was really creepy because the painting winked at him and I was, like, really confused for a second there. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How does colors change this? But I am actually looking forward to this. Yeah. Like, it. It's not going to be like, oh my god, this is the next big thing, but I think it'll be enjoyable to watch. And it's one of the more anticipated animes of this next season. But yeah, that's pretty much Blue Period. I actually have heard a lot of people really excited for this episode, anime. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't watch the trailer for it or anything. I don't know. It never really come up when I was like looking at all the new. That's fair. That's fair. But then again, I can also see that a lot of these new animes that we're going to talk about are very like obscure. Very obscure. There is really... And not none that I can see that are going to be like anime of the year type yeah, shows, exactly. you know. Like most of these are just very obscure animes, nothing crazy. It, I mean, but I think it's obscure enough that it'll make a name it's, for itself, kind it's of. Like thing. very low key. Yeah. Not very like actiony in some sorts. It's more like I feel like about like the art or the plot or something like that. I'm you pretty know? sure Seven Arcs also animated Monthly Girl, right? I think it's the same studio that did Monthly Girl Nazaki Kun. So I can't remember right I off the top of my head. So. I think but... so, if I recall correctly. And so I'm kind of excited for that because I enjoyed Monthly Girls, so I think I'll enjoy Blue Period. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge slice of life person, but I like me a good artist. <laughs> so, Mo, which anime would you like to do? Uh, so the next one we're going to talk about is um, Miroku-chan. 
which is a horror slash comedy <laughs> anime, um, which is by uh, Studio Passion, Passion, who's who did uh, the revival of the Higurashi. Yes, yes, they series. Did. Um, so here's just the premise of the show. Uh, Miko Yotsui is an ordinary high school student who has the unfortunate ability to see horrifying ghosts and spirits that haunt her and the people around her. <laughs> Despite this, Miko does her best to ignore the existence of ghosts and tries to live out a normal high school life. So it's a mix of like horror and comedy, and like she can see these things that are happening, but she tries to her best to like ignore it, but she's honestly terrified <laughs> of them. Which honestly, like Hearing the plot of this, I'm like, the new idea of, like, horror and comedy, I think it's pretty new. I think, um, what is it, Zombieland Saga did that? Yes. And I think it's a whole new thing. And I know the anime got, the, the manga has been really popular. Mm-hmm. So I think this anime will do pretty well. And, like, I also like how they're kind of mixing in, like, a very, like, terrifying horror. Like, the ghosts aren't, like, just normal people that she can see ghosts and she's, like, terrified of it. But they're, like, generally terrifying beings, oh, you know? Really? Yeah, like, when you look at, like, the trailer and stuff, like, they're, like, pieces of, like, flesh, like, oh. off, and, like, it's, like, legit, like, a horror type of situation with mixed comedy. with a comedy. I'm excited. I feel like this girl and I are going to relate a lot as main char- like the main character, because I feel like this is my life half the time when I'm walking around campus and I, I'm getting the vibes of horror. <laughs> yes. But I'm excited for this one. I think I will enjoy this. I, I don't think I will necessarily watch the anime when it comes out, but I'm excited Nonetheless. Yes. Um, so the next one I'm going to do, it's called Sakugan. Uh, I'm just going to do the synopsis for it. I think they'll be the easiest way to talk about this. But like looking at the trailer, it looks like kind of like a cutesy and it's like a mecha sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And so, oh my God, this is a long synopsis. <laughs> Bear with me, y'all. You know how that goes for me. Far in the future, the human beings were pushed into the deep underground world called Labyrinth, and they are living shoulder to shoulder. The Labyrinth has several colonies with, sev- se- with s- several, that's his typo, Mal, try harder. <laughs> Mal, try harder. Severe setting, such as one having an insanely high temperature with another in full of gold and silver. Among those is a colony of Panayan, I don't know, resides a curious nine-year-old girl named Mom. Jesus Christ, what are these names? Men men poo. <laughs> men men poo. It's men men poo. Hold on. Men men poo. It literally says men men poo. Okay, with men men poo and her father Gankobar. Gankobar. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold up. The main character's name is men men poo, and her father's name is Gaganbar. Gaganbar. Okay, cool. Moving on, as workers aiming for survival, they live with the lowest professionals of a riding, working robot to dig ore. One day, Mem and Pooh pestered Ganganbar, a cave examiner who makes maps for inter- um, of the internal part of the labyrinth, to go travel together with her to find her mother. As a maker, Ganganbar holds the most dangerous yet attractive profession, one step outside of the colony's already deemed to be a dangerous area and meeting a huge, mysterious creature that loiters the cave. One's chance of living with, uh, will be cut down to 5%. I'm not going to read the rest of this. It's just really fucking dangerous, and they're going to try to find the mother and, like, find shit to sell. Um, if I'm going to be honest, this just really gives me Made in the Abyss vibes. Yes. Is that accurate? Yeah, no. It does. Like, the like, whole, like, labyrinth it, type of situation and, like, yeah. yeah. It sounds exactly like Made in the Abyss. Maybe not as terrifying because mm-hmm. it looks kind of cutesy with the names. 
I'm sorry. I might just watch this for the sake of these names. Mimimpoo and Gankenbar. Mimimpoo. Mimimpoo. I love this. I love these names. But um, I'll be honest. I probably won't watch this. But like, it kind of looks like, oh, what is it? Gurren Logan co- combined with Made in Abyss because mm-hmm. of the mechas and stuff. I, I think that's yes. kind of the vibe I'm getting from it. But no idea. Uh, are you going to watch it, Mel? Probably. Okay. You'll probably watch all these, won't you? I probably will. I mean, like, I am a very, like, big, obscure type of person, and, like... That is true. I like a lot of, like, the historical and, like, you know, not very, like, mainstream stuff. This is very true. So, um, wh- which one are you going to talk about next? I'm going to talk about the Hike story, or yeah. Hike Montegari. The historical one. Perfect. Yes! Um... So, Hike Montagari, uh, this one is already out. You can watch it on Funimation if you want to watch it. So, it's only got, like, two episodes out. But it is by Science Saru, the studio. Um, In the synopsis, the anime shows the war's events through the perspective of Biwa, a young woman who makes a living as a traveling magician. Though blind, Biwa is gifted with the ability to see the future. She meets Tira... No, Shigamori, one of the patriarchs of the powerful Tyra family, and tells him about prophecy that may change the future of his clan. And that basically all she sees is like bloodshed and wow. war and um, like, you know, ending. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, that sounds terrifying for her personally. It mm-hmm. does sound interesting. I had no idea what the plot of that was. And now listening to it, like, I might actually watch that. that I actually watched the trailer. And first of all, it's got a very interesting um, art style very kind of indie like japanese like film it almost looks like a movie yeah so like i think in general all these animes of the season have very unique art styles Mm -hmm. and so that's it's it's, that's exciting but yeah i feel like this is going to be a very like fantasy slash action type Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. anime which i'm really excited about but it's also because it's also got that historical element of it and i also love learning about like japanese stories or history or anything i think it's honest awesome no yeah i think it'll be really good because you, you're you a sucker for a good history in general especially in your manga choices yes uh i i just love like the historical like element when it comes to anything no like, i like it i like it yeah well i will choose the next one um yeah so our next anime uh, that is coming out it's it, it's called kyotsuki Suga Shino, which I think translates to vampires don't die or something like that, yeah. or die quickly. I don't vampires remember. don't die or they or die quickly like or something like Um Pretty much, uh, this anime is being created by Madhouse. So it's a Madhouse Dude, studio. Dude, you know Mad... I mean... And Madhouse has some... Madhouse has a lot for coming out this season of animes. It just doesn't seem like Madhouse would normally do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And so, I kid you not, this synopsis is just whack, and it's kind of long. I hate these long synopsises for this, but pretty much, vampires are said to have weaknesses such as garlic, crosses, and sunlight. Game-loving vampire lord, Dracul, just so happens to be weak to pretty much everything. He dies, turning to a pile of ash at the slightest shock. After vampire hunter Ronaldo learned of a castle inhabited by a vampire rumored to have kidnapped a child, he went there intending to take the devil down. However, the vampire turned out to be Dracul, a wimp, who keeps turning into ash at the smallest thing. Moreover, the kid hasn't been held captive. He was just playing. He was just using the haunted house as his personal playground. When his castle is destroyed, Dracul moves into Ronaldo's office, 
Much the other Targan, despite their differences, they must work together to defend themselves from rogue vampires, Ronaldo's murderous editor, investigators, and more with Dracul dying continuously along the way. So pretty much it's just kind of like a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I, when I first heard about this, I'm like, this sounds like absolute garbage and sounds stupid. But looking at it now, I'm like, I think it's going to be interesting because it just seems kind of like fun. It just seems like a comedy, you know, people living together. It kind of sounds like Devil's a part-timer vibes a little yeah. bit. Um, but also the fact that Madhouse is animating this, like this, this, this synopsis does not deserve a Madhouse. Uh, no offense to anyone that's a huge fan I don't know. Of this. I feel like Madhouse is very, like, story-based. And then, like, having something that's kind of more of just, like, they're kind of just doing shit. Yeah. Doesn't really fit Madhouse's vibe. But I I like their artwork. I like their... And so I'm really excited to see what they've got planned for this one. Oh, yeah. I looked at the artwork. It's very unique. It does not look like a typical Madhouse. But that's why I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. Also, the soundtrack actually sound pretty good in the trailer. So I think it'll be... A decent one. I would suggest you guys watching it. I will probably not watch it unless I'm watching it as a drinking game, if we're going to be honest. I'm also like leading some of these synopsis. And I'm like, that's a drinking game right there. That's a drinking game right there. So, yeah. So, uh, Mo, which one would you like to do next? Um, We're going to do uh, Comey Can't Communicate oh, for yeah. all of you manga fans out there. This manga is like incredibly popular, isn't it? Yes. Um, so the studio is OLM, and looking it up, it kind of looks like they're more known for like the Pokemon series or like the Beyblade series. Hey, Pokemon and Beyblade was the shit when I was a child. Okay. Um, so Don't be hating on Pokemon. I'm not. Beyblade. I'm just. It just seems really weird. Um, it will be streaming on Netflix. Oh, really? Netflix has the rights to it, so it won't be on Funimation, Crunchyroll, anything like that. It will Man, be on this Netflix. Whack. This is hmm, okay. Okay. Um, so the premise of it is on her first day attending the elite Eton private high school, the main setting of the story, Shoko Kyomi immediately receives an overwhelming surge in popularity due to her unprecedented stoic beauty and refined elegance <laughs> her classmates perceive her, to, perceive her to possess. However, only Hito, Hito, Hito Tanado. Hito, and, Hito? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are these names? And, Exceedingly average schoolboy who sits next to her is able to have the opportunity to discover that behind her bishoujo appearance, Kyomi has serious issues in communicating with others. Tanodo sets out to help Kyomi on her quest to find 100 friends. Oh my gosh. This sounds like Yamada in the first times plot, but like... Reversed. reversed and like not so sexual. (laughs) So maybe it's nothing like it at all. Yeah. No, um, but this manga is actually very very popular i think that they're actually getting closer to finishing it yeah i think it's getting pretty close to ending um so i mean i don't really know too much about it but i've watched the trailer and stuff and it seems really interesting like she seems like a really kind of cute character very shy and like they're trying to figure out how she's gonna make a hundred friends which honestly kind of baffles me because i don't know anyone that has a hundred friends yeah you know like that's a steep goal. Mo and I are like, have, goal. I'm like, am I a loser for not having a hundred friends? Like, I'm. I can guarantee you, pretty much everyone on this podcast does not have a hundred friends. Exactly. Like, and if I probably any of you in do, total have like yeah. five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like genuine friends. Yes. But I'll, yeah, that's a good. Okay, Mo, this is a little tangent. What do you consider a friend? Like, would you consider yourself having a lot of friends, or do you have a ton of acquaintances? I would actually consider that I have like a ton of acquaintances. And stuff. I mean, and then I also think that there's leveling 
various levels of friendship and like you put people in certain levels depending on what you want yeah, them there for. That makes sense. That makes sense. And what you're willing or what their purpose is in your life, you know? Yeah, like I get that because I, I value you as a friend. Uh, honestly, I think the biggest reason why we've become good friends is because of this podcast. So thank you guys for listening to us and watching Mo and I's friendship blossom more than it was because mm-hmm. before it was pretty rocky. I wouldn't say it was rocky. It was just kind of like we'd hang out sometimes and then we didn't talk to each other for two months. And now yeah. it's like more regular. And then like our D&D group, I value as friends. But outside of that, like I have a few select really good friends, but then like I have a shit ton of people I know, but I do not consider my friends. Which sounds kind of terrible now that I say it out loud, but you know, if this chick wants to have a ton of friends, all power to her, you know. But I looked at the, like watching the trailer; the animation style seems really, really cool. I really do think it's going to be pretty unique, and I'm excited for it. Um, so, well, the anime I'm going to do choose next uh, is Shumatsu no Harem. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm actually excited for this anime. And I'm going to watch this. So the genre is Ichi, Harem, Sci-Fi, and Shonen. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. I don't think this should be an anime. I'm pretty sure this should be a hentai. But I'll get into that. Um, the synopsis of it is the man-killer virus, a lethal disease that has eradicated 99.9% of the world's male population. Mizuha Retu, wow, has been in a chirogenic sleep for the past five years, living by his childhood best friend, the girl of his dreams. When Rito awakens from his deep freeze, he emerges into a sex-craved new world where he fi- he himself he himself is the planet's most precious resource. Rito and four other male studs are given lives of luxury and, and one simple mission: repopulate the world by impregnating as many women as possible. All Rito wants, however, is to find his beloved Irisa, who went missing three years ago. Can Rito resist temptation and find his one true love? Dude, this is legit. Should be a hentai. Depends on, like, if they actually have sex. They do. The manga has sex, yes. But, uh, I mean, they could omit some parts out and stuff. Yes, they'll probably... I mean, my guess, it's probably going to be, like, the redo. Yeah. That was made. They'll be heavily censored, and then they'll have, like, a whole separate one that is a hentai. And then it does sound like in the manga there's actually a decent story, and there's a lot of, like corruption in the government and stuff so i think it might actually be fairly interesting but i heard this and i was like this legit is hentai i thought food wars was bad that was just food wars is nothing just get ready for a lot of boob shots and stuff like that and and like can you imagine being one of five men left in the world that has to repopulate or if, uh, can you imagine being one of five women? Well, can you imagine all the pressure of, like, having to impregnate all these women? Dude, I think some people think that is, like, the dream. I would literally cry. Be terrified. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I would never leave my bunker. I would just hunker down in there. I'm like, put me back to sleep. I want to go back. I want to go into chirogenic like, sleep Let's again. just let the human race dissolve. Just die out. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you mentioned earlier, well, you don't even need men anymore. Yeah, technically you don't need men anymore. I mean, like, women can actually get... um sperm from their bone marrow yeah so, so but i mean then technically the only people that would be left on the planet would be women and it would just be clones of each other yeah which isn't cute i don't know i don't i mean that's fine but as a man i would like to think i can still live in this world and i'm afraid that women will try to kill all of us because <laughs> they scare me okay 
Hence a lot of my personal life choices. <laughs> but yeah, that's that anime, and I'm excited. It's being produced by Studio Gukomo and Axe-Z. A lot of obscure studios. A lot of obscure studios this season. Like, going through this list, I it looks like a lot of soft porn. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's... <laughs> Soft porn. Lots and lots. That's titty. Nope. Yep. Soft porn. Soft porn. Girls. Kurt girls. That looks like an underage cute girl. Um, yeah. So we'll see how this anime is. Uh, but yeah, Mo, would you like to take it away? And I know everyone is super excited. I'm super excited about what's coming up. But oh, no. the Demon Slayer season two. Ooh. Ooh. I did not know it was coming out this season. Yep. It will be out in October. How did I not know this? Because you don't keep up like I do with Demon Slayer. Oh, that's fair. Hey, actually, I uh, when I went to Hobby Lobby yesterday, I bought... Oh, oh no, the, my my mic's becoming erect. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yours is a limp mic. Mine's mine, limp. Mine goes up. Anyway, that was not a funny joke. <laughs> I thought it was funny, actually. I'll laugh at myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um... Actually, I bought a picture frame yesterday. I'll show you when we get back in the house. And it's like six picture frames, and I'm going to do glass art on it and do like six small, small images of like Nezuko, Inosuke. Uh, and I have all the images already printed mm-hmm. out, but the printer like fucked it up big time. We're like, it's all in yellow hues. So like Zenitsu's one, I literally can't Cannot tell see. <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell what is his clothing in his face and what is his eyes. So I'm going to have to reprint. But... Yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't know exactly the date that it's going to be out, but it will premiere sometime in October. Um, oh, wait, no. No, second season premieres in December, but it's counted in the fall 2021 lineup. Yes, yes, yes. And um, so uh, season two will continue off where Bugen Train left off. Okay, so for okay. anyone who has um, seen the manga or anything... Um, the movie is not something that was separate from the whole plot of the story. It was actually a continuation from the first season. Um, and this, we'll get to see more of like the Hashiras and figure out more about what's going on with like Tanjiro's story yeah. and uh, Kibutsuji and all that kind of stuff, which will be really exciting. Uh, the studio will be the same Ufotable. So we'll get to see more amazing artwork, and Fantastic. I really hope that the author of uh, Demon Slayer is heavily involved in the making of season two because they were in season one and it was beautiful and it was amazing. And I think he is. From what I've heard, it was a very po- he had very positive feedback about how the studio handled it. Well, so he I'm... was very much involved yeah. in creating. Well, also, what's you know how much money the studio is making in comparison to the mangaka. He's, like, making barely nothing compared to the studio, which is, like, I forget that. That's... Well, because nobody wants to go buy the manga when they can watch the anime yes. for it. So, like, guys, if you really, really love an anime or you love the source material of it, go and support those mangakas and buy their material because they, they – is it fair, in my opinion, of how that is handled? But hopefully he is still involved. They'll probably be compensating him for being involved, won't they? Do you know how much – um the Demon Slayer franchise has brought in. Oh no, how much? Two point six billion. Is that a lot? The, yeah, two point six billion dollars. Oh yeah, I know it's a lot US. of money, but like compared to like other movie franchises and stuff. I mean, yeah. Oh really? I had yeah. no idea. I mean, that's a lot. 
Wait, wait. I'm going to Google Endgame and how much it grossed. Yeah, so I just Googled uh, how much money that Endgame made. Endgame made $2.7 U.S. dollars. So that means Demon Slayer has made the equivalent of what Endgame has. Well, and that was one show. Like, this was the whole franchise that made 2.6. Yes, yes. Which, is, I mean, that is still, like, this is just one movie compared mm-hmm. to an entire show. But, like, the potential for Demon Slayer to make, like, how I think that's a testament to how popular it was. And I know Mugen Train did really well. Like, I told you about what happened when I went to the air, the airport, the movie theater in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. They overbooked the theater for Mugen Train because they didn't think anyone was going to go to it. And so, like, there wasn't enough seats for everyone who wanted to see it. And then literally the ticket people were like, wait, why is there so many people coming to this movie and not these other movies? It's like, like, you don't understand anime culture. Anime culture has become incredibly popular in the past year. Like, quarantine has really helped it and getting putting it on Netflix and Hulu especially. Like, Hulu is partnered with Crunchyroll now, and they have an option to stream Crunchyroll on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Like, it is very popular. Yes. Like, guys, we are... We're above the trend. We're before the trend. Yes. And we were really We were here before we started... anime was uh, a trend. Yeah. We started this podcast, like, right when anime became popular. So we clearly were a trendsetter because <laughs> of all of our listeners. <laughs> Love you guys. But um, I'll do an... Wait. Did you want to read a synopsis or anything for... I mean, you already talked about Demon Slayer. I mean, Demon Slayer, everybody kind of knows. I mean, I didn't. I don't want to give too much away just because I do know what's going to happen and I'm scared that I'm going to say well, something about it. Y'all should it, go but... listen to our Demon Slayer episode. It's titled, Hold, Your, Hold Up There, Partner. And um, it's one of our first episodes. So y'all should check it out and you guys will get a good idea what Demon Slayer is about. I am going to talk about Platinum End, um, which... This is actually probably the anime I'm most excited for this season, like by far. It is a drama psychological shonen supernatural. It's being produced by Signal MD, which, fun fact, it is made by the same producer, like tag team that did um, Death Note. So it is like the, I think the script writer and everything for it is the same people. And so I'm very excited. Uh, But pretty much the brief synopsis is after the death of his parents, a young Mira Kakashi, Kakashi. Mirai. Mirai Kakahashi is left in the care of his abusive relatives. Since then, he has become gloomy and depressed, leading him to attempt suicide on the evening of his middle school graduation. Mirai, however, is saved by a pure white girl named Nase, who introduces herself as a guardian angel, wishing to give him happiness by granting him the supernatural powers and a chance to become the new god. In order to earn this position, he must defeat 12 other god candidates within 999 days. Soon, Mirai begins a struggle to survive as a terrifying battle royale erupts beneath between himself and the candidates looking to obtain the most power in the world. Y'all, not gonna lie, it sounds like they combine Death Note and Future Dire into one little happy experience, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited for this because every time that I go to like a Barnes and Noble or a Books a Million, I've always been trying to find the first volume for this manga, and it's never there. Um, and when I first noticed it, when we were looking up shows for this, I was like, oh, my God. There, I was like, now I'm going to have to read the manga before I watch the anime. Oh, yeah. and like, I mean, I, I do think this anime is going to be very good. I looked at the animation style. It looks really pretty. It, it definitely gives you, like, Death Note vibes in terms of animation style. Which well, I'm it looks about. really cool. Yeah, it's just, like, if Death Note was remade nowadays, it would be probably this style. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very excited for. And I, I'm intrigued by the plot, the premise. I... I'm a sucker for a good battle royale in general, um, and so I'm, I think this is going to be a really well done battle royale. So I'm very excited. 
How many enemies have we done so far? I have no idea. I've lost <laughs> track. I don't have that many more left, so Mo, take okay. it away. So the next one I'm going to talk about is one called Ranking of Kings. Okay, okay. Um, it's by Studio Wit. Woohoo. Studio Wit is always baller, guys. I love Studio because they did AOT, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's by Studio Wit. Um it's kind of like this fantasy type uh historical comedy, you know, adventure type anime, and it's about this like little kid who's deaf. Um, I'll just go ahead and read the synopsis. Um Boji, a deaf, powerless prince who cannot even wield a children's sword, as the firstborn son he son, he strives hard and dreams of becoming the world's greatest king. However, people mutter about him behind his back as a good-for-nothing prince, and no way he could be king. Boji is able to make his first friend, Kage, which literally means shadow, a literal shadow on the ground who somehow understands Boji as well. Kage is a survivor of the Kage assassin clan that was, that was all but wiped out. No longer a killer, Kage now ma- makes ends meet by stealing. The story follows Boji, a coming of age, as he meets various people in his life, starting with his fateful encounter with Kage. Okay, okay. I'm intrigued by it. I originally looked at this as like, I'm not watching this. And then like, it's got a very unique art style behind it. And I mean, it looks, I really like the idea of like the main character being deaf. Cause I don't, that's, I don't feel like that's ever been done in anime before. I don't think so. I mean, other than silent voice. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, yeah. And I don't see too much of that. And so it's kind of cool seeing like, yeah. Different disabilities being seen in like anime and all that and like characters who aren't, you know, dragged down by them but are doing like amazing and trying to strive for the best thing in life. And so I'm really excited about this one. I thought it was really cute. I thought it'd be a really cute story. No, yeah, I'm excited for it too. I think it'll be really good. Um, but so I have another one. I I don't think I mentioned it to you either earlier. I am not gonna try to pronounce this title. It is long. It's the anime pretty much the world's greatest assassin is isekai'd into another world and he has the opportunity to like do good there. So I'll just do the synopsis. It's an action fantasy isekai. It's called, and the t- it starts off, I'm going to live for myself. The greatest assassin on earth knew only how to live as a tool for his employers until they stopped letting him live. Reborn by the grace of a goddess into a world of swords and sorcery, he's offered a chance to do things differently this time around, but there's a catch. He has to eliminate a super powerful hero who will bring about the end of the world unless he is stopped. Now known as Lotaha Day. Lotaha Day. This is not Japanese. I think it's French. Lotaha Day. Whatever. I think it's French. The master assassin certainly has his hands full, particularly because of all the beautiful girls who constantly surround him. Lao may have been an an incomparable killer. But how will he fare against foes with powerful magic? I'm intrigued. It's going to be produced by Silver Link. It's also based off a light novel, which is unique. Um, and so I'm intrigued by this anime. I probably will watch this. Like, I have realized I'm not a huge fan of isekais in general. 
but I, I'm intrigued by this one. I don't know. I kind of like isekais, and I really like the, the weird ones that kind of have the really long names, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> how I got reincarnated as a slime, and do you like my mother and her two, whole, two uh, hit mar- multi-target attacks and stuff like that? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, that's an anime. And then, like, this one, and then, like, there's another one, like, the banished type of one. I just kind of like those, and so I'm really excited that a couple more of them are coming out. That's good. That's good. All right. Well... Do you have another anime you'd like to talk about? Yes, this is one is called My Senpai Annoying. I thought you already talked about this one. No, I have not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just crazy. Uh, so this one is a comedy romance slice of life. Um, it is by Do- Studio uh, Doga... 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 Doga. Doga Kobo. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're trying to say here, Mo. Yeah. You're the pronunciation queen here, not me. I'm really trying here. Um, so the synopsis, synop, synopsis. Okay, nope. Take a breath. Just breathe. <laughs> I get it. It's terrifying reading synopsises. I do it all the time. Just breathe. It's okay. You're doing great, sweetie. Okay, so Igarashi Futaba's new job would be great if her senpai, Takade Hirumi, wasn't so incredibly annoying. <laughs> Futaba hates his laugh, she hates how big he is, and she really hates that he treats her like a little kid. Just because Futaba is short and looks young doesn't make her a kid. And just because she spends so much time with Takada doesn't mean she sees him as anything but annoying senpai. Or does she? Or does she? Dude, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the image of this, I was like, if the if the main character was a male, this would 100% be a bara manga on Manga Go. Like, when I looked at this, I was like, this is sus. It's sus. But yeah, I, I mean, I kind of like... I've seen a couple of them kind of like this and stuff and where it's, yeah, I like the office life types, you know, yeah. ones like what the koi. That's a good one. That's a really cute one. Um, I mean, we're getting to that age group. It makes sense that we're more, appe- this is more appealing to us. I also love that this is like enemies to lovers oh, yes. type situation. I'm a sucker for a good enemies to lover. So yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Um, I don't know when exactly it comes out, but it'll probably come out in October. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. I only have two more animes left that I'm Go gonna mention. It. I so, think I've got through all mine. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So the next one, <laughs> this one's just super strange, guys. It's called Suki to Laka to Nasarato. It's the sci-fi space vampire anime. <laughs> space vampire. Guys, anime. guys, guys. Not gonna lie, I never thought vampire and space would be in the same name. Like, in the same plot, I thought that's, like, not ever going to happen. But I genuinely want to watch it just because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I just finished watching Seraph at the end this week. And I was like, oh, vampires, that's cool. And I'm like, oh, versus humans, it makes sense. And this, it's not any, and it's also historical. So, like, let me read the synopsis. The first astronaut in human history was a vampire girl. <laughs> Following the end of World War II, the world dividing superpowers, Federal Republic of Zernata in the East, and the United Kingdom of Arnak in the West turned their territorial ambitious ambitions towards space. Both countries have been competing fiercely for development. East History 1960, Gargave, the chief leader of the Republic, announces that he, the manned space flight program project dreamed, which if successful would be the first feat for humankind at the time. There's so many fucking commas in this synopsis. Okay. <laughs> Lev Leps. A substitute astronaut candidate is ordered to perform a top-secret mission. The Nasaferato Project... What the fuck are with these names? Okay, sorry. 
a program that experiments Nosferatu. with <laughs> thank you i don't know what it means <laughs> it's you... like a whole vampire thing it's like nosferatu is like the oldest vampire or something like that. oh gotcha i don't know that much of vampires apparently a program that experienced with vampires prior to manned missions makes sense while using arena lumnisk as a test subject and love is to monitor and train her even while trifled by the walls of race and ego of nations love and arena share a genuine sentiment and as they aim for the universe not gonna lie I'm still confused after you read that synopsis. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking confusing. It's just a bunch of fucking names, okay? Pretty much, let me try to summarize this. You got two world powers. It's the Cold War's race to get to space first. Okay. And they're using vampires cool. to get there. Gotcha now. <laughs> the animation's actually kind of cool. So, like, I looked at, they do a lot of stuff with eyes, which was kind of cool. Every anime that has vampires does stuff with eyes, though, mm-hmm. makes sense. But it's being produced by Arvo Animation. I have no idea what they've worked on. Uh, not much. By not much, I mean six other animes. So maybe this will be where they make it. Like big. we say, very indie companies, it looks like, yep. this season. Obscure, obscure, which means that next season's going to have some really good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, Mo, did you say you have any other ones? I have not, so you're good. Very if... cool. I'll only talk about one more because this was the one I'm actually really excited about as well. Uh, Takeo Destiny, which is an action fantasy music anime, which pretty much uh, the synopsis of this is in the story of anime. Wait, in the story of the anime of anime, the story of anime, <laughs> the story of anime. Whoa. In the story of the anime, one day a black meteorite fell on the world and the world completely changed. The meteorite produces grotesque monsters called D2, which started r- running rampant. D2 very quickly banned all music, which was the only thing able to overcome them. But there were some people who resisted the D2. There are young women who hold the power of music, the music heart. These young women hold scores that are able to defeat the monsters. And there are also people that lead the women, the conductor. The anime takes place in America in the year 2047, which has fallen to ruin thanks to D2. Tact, a conductor, is partnered with a music heart named Uname Takart. Yeans. I think that's supposed to say yearns, but it says yeans. Yeans. <laughs> he yeans for music to be returned to the world, and Yuname Un- wishes to destroy the D2. The aim is to travel to New York. And from what I watched in the trailer, it very much looks like it's based off a video game. Um, it says, so- Wait, no, it says the source is original. It's an original anime. You want to know who the studios are? Who? Madhouse and Mappa. They have partnered for this. Do you know it's going to be good? And like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm a sucker for really freaking good music. And this anime, like, I already can tell has good music. And it's beautifully animated. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine Guilty Crown with only one plot point instead of, like, seven different genres in it. And the main character's not trying to get screwed over by everyone. I'm pretty sure this is, like, going to be a very well done version of Guilty Crown that focuses around music. Exactly. I'm very excited for this anime. It, it sounds like it's going to be good. I'm excited for it now that you read the synopsis and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, like, when I said the studios. Yes. Madhouse and Mappa, dude. Together? Like, Together. Like, powerhouse studios, y'all. But, yeah. So, for me, personally, I'm really looking forward to Platinum End and this anime, mm-hmm. the um, Take Ope Destiny. Um, and those are the two I'm probably going to actually watch when they air. Yes. 
Uh, what about you, Mo? Which ones are you most looking forward to? I'm really excited for all of them, but I'm really excited for Platinum End, okay. and I'm really excited, I think, for, uh, well, also the Hike story and the Komi can't communicate. Yeah, I, I, I like those, both of those as well. But in general, guys, this season just has a lot of really obscure things. Like, there's other animes out there, but, like, there was this one I found that was, like, about these students got isekai to another world, and this guy got proposed by a gorilla and married a gorilla in, like, the first episode, and I was just like, what the fuck? And then, like, vampires in space, vampires partner with bounty hunter. Men not existing. <laughs> hentai plots. Uh, like, I don't know. It's just, I... It's going to be an interesting season. It's going to be an interesting season, that's for sure. So... Yeah, that pretty much sense. So this is the first time we've tried doing an episode like this, and I think it would be kind of fun to do for every new season. I think it would be, too. So we'll keep trying to do it. And this definitely is probably one of the lower seasons, so I'm really looking forward to reviewing for next season. Exactly, because hmm. we all know that summer and winter are big seasons oh, for yes, anime. Yes, yes. Especially with some of the stuff coming out. Oh, AOT. Uh, <laughs> AOT. <laughs> so I'm excited. But yeah, um, Mo, anything else you'd like to say for today's episode? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm good. I got. I think we got across what we needed. Oh yeah, to. we communicated very well. Uh, so Mo, would you like to spin the wheel for this I week? Will spin the wheel. Um, but yeah, so this episode will be coming out on Monday, and then we will be reviewing an anime. We're we're gonna wait off on ghost stories until we're able to watch it with our friends, because ghost stories is the type of anime you watch with people, y'all. So we're gonna wait to review it with them, and then we are. Yeah, and then we'll do three more episodes. And we're going to start trying to do more top ten lists as well. And I think we'll have a couple weeks until we'll be able to review in person again, correct? Yep. Cool. Mo, are you ready to spin that wheel? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's spin that wheel. D. Gray Man. We've literally done this one as well. And I you have haven't even seen started. It. Wait, have you? Yes. Have you seen it? I've seen D. Gray Man. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you hadn't seen it. I've seen it. Let's do it. Yeah. I actually like this anime. Kind of. Have you seen Allie the newest? Walker. Have you seen the newest season? No. You should watch the new season. It's only 12 episodes. It's actually really good. It's well okay. animated. I think you would enjoy it. Ellen Walker. Ellen Walker. Man, I might have to review a little bit of it because I haven't seen this in like over a year. I know. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch a little bit of it too. Cause... I remember the general I idea. remember watching this in like middle school. I'm, whoa, dude. I just got major flashbacks to eating sandwiches and soup. Dude, I've, I'm picturing a turkey sandwich in a basement with a, a cup of soup progresso from Walmart with saltine crackers and, wait, Mountain Dew. Okay. I'm going to do some proto info now. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, wait, Twitter. Hold on. You said proto info as if we have production <laughs> information of us. Can we do. We... <laughs> Proto info, Mo, Mo and Maddie, two crazy <laughs> anime fans. So you just, okay, I'm gonna uh, shamelessly plug. Okay, now. there you go. I was like, there we oh. go. <laughs> shamelessly plug. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and TikTok. We are on um, three of those at Ventures Anime Edition, the podcast uh, that you know and love. And we are on Twitter at Anime Ventures. Go check us out. Yeah, um, I think that pretty much sums it up. Unless we want to do a music rec. But it's a. It, this is a different type of episode. Yeah. We've gone too long. We will really think about it yes. for next week. Guys, we're running out. If Guys, anyone, we're going to have really great recommendations for next yep, week. Especially if any of you reach out to us and let us know. So please do. 
But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week and listening to arguably a shit show of an episode. That was kind of crazy for us. That was like all over the place. Yes. But uh, yeah, tune in next week when we review D. Grayman. And good luck, Benjamin. Yes, we'll see you next week. All right, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.